What's going on, everybody? This is Cousin Tony coming through to give you your NBA sports take with Lou Joe on DC Sports Talk. I know you guys saw the game yesterday. Wow, what a performance by the Golden State Warriors. Steph Curry went crazy. KD is showing why he's arguably the first to second best player in the world. And they just got it all clicking last night on their home floor. Uh, I was a little disappointed in Houston Rockets' effort after they got down there in the third quarter. It seems like they just kind of threw their hands up and gave in. I understand fight for another day, but, you know, this is the conference finals and you're fighting for your playoff lives. We've seen big comebacks happen in this playoff before. It could have potentially happened again with their firepower, but they chose to live to fight another day. And now the Houston Rockets are in. Uh, Golden State having to win game four to make it a series going back to Houston in game five. All in all, all you can do is tip your hat to Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, and the rest of the Golden State Warriors for stepping up to the challenge. Last week, we talked about one of the keys to this series would be the Golden State Warriors, was how the Golden State Warriors would, would react to uh, the Houston Rockets going at Steph Curry every time. And while that's been a key to the series and they've done it with varying degrees of success, they are going to have to start moving the ball a little bit more. What they're doing is they're going and pick and roll and they're putting whoever Steph Curry is checking. Uh, they're they're going to put him against the primary ball handler and they're just attacking him on offense over and over and over. Over the first two games, they attacked Steph Curry individually 43 times. So they've had pretty good success with that, knowing he's not a good defender. However, that means the ball can get a little stagnant and what they're not doing is finding the open man. They did it a little bit in game two, but they need to do it a little bit more, swing the ball. Um, if you notice, Houston normally staggers their lineup with Chris Paul and James Harden after the beginning of the game. And normally the second unit has a little bit more ball movement. What they're going to have to do is incorporate a little bit uh, more of that in the first unit, even though James Harden is the go-to guy. But all in all, guys, uh, just keep an eye out for what happens in in game four, I mean, yeah, in game four and how the Rockets respond. Last week, I told you Clint Capella was a key, and he's been very, very quiet in this series. I fully expected him to dominate his series with Draymond Green in terms of controlling the offensive and defensive glass, blocking a few shots, and I expected a few more points from him as well. So I've been a little bit disappointed in his efforts, and I still believe for the Houston Rockets to win, he's going to have to be a big, big factor going forward. On to the other series. Uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers showed a lot of heart uh, after the first two games of them getting massacred, uh, manhandled, emasculated, disrespected by the Boston Celtics. Uh, they came back and they put on a, a great effort in game three uh, on their home floor, showing uh, some championship medal, some championship effort. Uh, the role players got involved. They talked about after games who wanted to provide LeBron with some more help. And they definitely came through in a big way in game three. If they want to win, they're going to have to keep it up. I think Boston kind of went into Cleveland, maybe a little overconfident because they had their way in game one. And then they had that big comeback in game two. I guess they thought they kind of took uh, Cleveland's heart out of the series rather than just the game. So I'm curious to see what Cleveland's going to do. They're going to need J.R. Smith to step up and continue uh, hitting timely shots. They're going to need Kyle Korver to come in. And they're going to need some constant minutes from, from George Hill, who's a good point guard, not great, but he's going to have to give him about 15 and 8 a night if he wants to uh, 
to 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 push this series to six or seven games. All in all, guys, I think we have two good series on our hand. But the pivotal game is Game Four, as we know. Uh, they can either go uh, three-one, which means the series is essentially over. I know LeBron came back from a three-one a few years ago. I don't think they have the firepower to do it again this year. Or, you know, on the other end, you know, Golden State, if they go up 3-1, I have a tough time seeing Houston beat them three straight. So this is a pivotal game. Uh, They can tie it up 2-2. Anything can happen in a best-of-three series. The other big news happening in the NBA is uh, the NBA draft happened last week. And Phoenix has the number one pick. Uh, There's a kid overseas, Donick, who's pretty good, a 6'8 combo guard who can do a little bit of everything. Or they have a local product, DeAndre Ayton, who's seen, I'm not going to call him a generational point guard, but he's in that unicorn category uh, with uh, with Carl Anthony Towns and, and Christoph Porzingis. He's projected to be that. I've seen the kid play a few times. He reminds me to a degree of a young David Robinson very athletic getting up and down the floor he can shoot with a little bit of range he can dominate the backboards he's a good rim protector has a nice soft touch around the basket uh the other top player going in the expected to go in the top three besides donick and aiden is uh bagley out of duke uh he's a six foot eight six foot nine player uh reminds me a lot of chris bosh um he's not exactly uh built sturdily he's he's not really going to dominate the the backboards of the nba but he he's a lefty he has a nice jumper he can step out and score uh he's a crafty scorer so i think uh he'll be able to find a niche in the nba uh something i like to do with players sometimes is maybe uh project their ceiling project project what they're likely to be and maybe project their floor with bagley I mean, when you look at his potential, he has the potential to be a Chris Bosh player. Like I said, if you had to pick an average NBA player who he could be like if things don't work out perfectly, he could probably be Marvin Williams. And on the low end, at the worst case scenario, I think he'll be Al Farouk Amino, a better version of him offensively, uh, who is the small forward uh, slash power forward out in portland so you guys let me know what you think uh auntie is still cooking some old chicken it's a sunday tradition here so i'm gonna go upstairs and talk to auntie a little bit back to you lou joe what's going on everybody this is your boy cousin tony coming through on dc sports talk with your man lou joe with your five minute nba take what a conference finals we had two game sevens We had Boston and Cleveland come down, and LeBron showed why he's LeBron and still the best player on the planet. We Boston showed their young pups are just about ready for prime time. They showed they're going to be a force to be reckoned with over the Eastern Conference for years and years to come. Uh, Terry Rozier, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown all grew up this year, and they're really going to be good players in this league going forward. When you add Kyrie Irving back to the mix and you add Gordon Haywood back to the mix next year, they're probably going to be the favorites uh, going into the season. Uh, Also, when you look at Cleveland, they had another good run. They squeaked it out. I, I don't think a lot of us expect Cleveland to make it to the finals this year, but this is just a testament to the greatness of LeBron. Uh, he trusted his process 
and he got the team to the finals for the what guys ninth year in a row um this is just an incredible feat guys um i think we really need to sit back and appreciate i know he didn't win them all but getting to the finals nine times in a row nobody's done that since the great bill russell uh back in the 60s so i think we really do need to sit back and just just appreciate what we're saying. I know everybody has their different camps, whether you're a LeBron guy, an MJ guy, you know, a Kobe guy, a Kareem guy, or whoever you think is the great. I mean, I I tend to put tiers. I, I think those all of those guys are in the GOAT tier. We could have uh, conversations about who's the best individually, but they all belong in that conversation. So uh, LeBron is just continuing to add to his resume, getting to the finals once again. Uh, this time doing it without Kevin Love, who was in concussion protocol. Uh, some of the role plays for the Cavs stepped up. JR had a good game. Jeff Green had a great game in game seven with 19 big points. And, you know, when Jeff Green really decides to, to, uh, to, <laughs> to utilize the talent that he has, Jeff Green should be a high-level NBA player, but he's just wildly inconsistent. On to the other series, Houston. Uh, put up a great fight. They told us at the beginning of the year that their goal is the Golden State Warriors. They were shooting at them, and, and I really think they would have had them if Chris Paul was there. Uh, the Rockets uh, lost kind of their heart and their soul. James Harden's the best player, but Chris Paul is kind of the heart, and he's kind of the he, he's their toughness. He's their swagger. He's the one who can get them in sets when things go wrong. As you saw in Game 6 and Game 7, uh, Houston got out to big leads. Uh, Golden State kind of came back and just walked them down and took over the leads. Chris Paul in those situations would be able to calm the Houston Rockets down, tell them, hey, guys, let's stop taking so many threes right now. Let's go. Let's shoot a couple mid-range jumpers. Let's get to the rack a little bit more. That probably would have stopped the bleeding a little bit earlier, and the Rockets may have been able to pull it off. But, guys, it was a great, great series either way. Um, now on to the NBA Finals. If LeBron can pull it off this year, I don't know what to say about him. I mean, this year he's more outmatched than any other year in the past, except for his first finals appearance in 2007 against the San Antonio Spurs. I don't, we don't know how long uh, Kevin Love is going to be out in concussion protocol, but I'm honestly expecting this series to be a sweep. In all actuality, I think the, the Western Conference Finals was honestly the finals. Those were the two best teams in the NBA all year. Um, I mean, if, if anything, it'll be a gentleman's sweep. I, I'm really expecting, you know, a four-game wash for Golden State. But LeBron being LeBron might be able to pull one game out and maybe it'll be a gentleman's sweep in five. All in all, this has been a great NBA season. Um, I... I, I don't necessarily think that the Warriors will be able to repeat it again next year, especially if Houston comes back healthy and adds a piece or two. Boston's going to be there. Philly's trusting the process. I think next year's going to be a great NBA season, even greater than this one, and this one was very, very good. We had some compelling playoff series. But all in all, I think this finals is going to be a little anticlimactic just because I think we all know it's inevitable that Golden State is going to win. I would love to be wrong, but let us know what you think. Turning it back over to you, Lou Joe. I think Auntie has prepared some more food for us. I'm going to go in and, and see what's going on with that. Thanks for letting me join you. Cousin Tony is gone. Till next week.